episode nine here, Jex Podcast. Um, forgive me while I pour myself a drink. <laughs> Shit was crazy today in the world. I don't know if y'all be listening. It's going to air in a couple weeks, but people running through the Senate like that. I'm going. To, I mean, the Capitol building. I may need a little bit more for today's podcast. <laughs> Take the edge off. Take the edge off. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? So, uh, Michael Jex here. Uh, episode nine of the Jex Podcast. Obviously, got my host. With me too, Mr. Gary Cowan. Yes, sir, as always. What it do? Got my man Jesus Caratini back in the building. And I got some family members here today. Uh, Nikki and Emmaus Stewart. I like that though. I like it. You know what messed me up just now? I looked at her first and yeah. I felt like his energy was like. Yeah, I get it. Say the right name. We're gonna talk after this, Mike. <laughs> so Nikki and Emmaus Ferdinand here, family to the to the crew here. Um there's a lot going on. I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna need some help today because I was bothered today. By the way, like everything that's going on today with the um, uh, Capitol building, people just running through it. Uh, I was watching. I was looking at my phone a couple hours ago when it first started popping off, and um, I don't know. I don't really want to start it off on a on a like you know negative energy tone. So uh, I'm actually gonna pass it off to Gary, man. How you feeling today, man? How you feeling today, man? So. Uh, Nobody want to talk about what I know, what I want to talk about. What you want to talk about today, trouble. man? Today is one of those don't days. Don't ask me nothing. Yeah, I'm asking huh? them. We asking them. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. They don't ask me nothing. But um, <laughs> so here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Uh, today I didn't really get to pay attention to most of what's going on. Yeah. Because all day today I've been in tax paying all this other stuff, yeah. CPA yeah, mode yeah, type yeah, of yeah, type yeah, of stuff. Sure. So <clears> as uh, I started to come over here, that's when I see. So when when Mike say, "Hey, man, we're going to talk about." I had all this this other stupid stuff to talk about. I like to talk about stupid stuff, by the way. Um, but we are going to touch on that. Charlamagne that, that stuff. Yeah, man, listen, I like to troll. I, here's the thing. My life might not be revolving around a lot of the stuff I talk about, but I like to talk about it. Oh, oh I like God. to talk about it because there's always another <laughs> oh side, God. another perspective. Let's just talk about the Capitol building. So, huh? I'm Let's not going to say, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that, talk about but that, I'm just saying, yeah. there's some things that I would like to mention I was going to talk about. People are like, yeah, why you ain't talking about that? I was, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I don't even mean to cut you off, Gary. Before we get into that, before we get yeah, text up. Let's let's bring let's wait before we get and I want you to I want you to save your thought. <laughs> give a, give me a timer before we get into that. I would love to like highlight first and foremost some of the family members that we have here today, Nikki and Amaz. Uh, reason why is because uh, they they some special people and they've got a lot going on. They also uh, have been uh, network marketing, you know, business partners with us for for years. How many years y'all been? Y'all been, you know, twenty thirteen, twenty thirteen, twenty twenty, seven years, yeah. yo. It flies years, like that, man. right? Right. And um, you know, it's one right? of the things I was gonna talk about. Oh, you sure? Yeah. All right, cool. So go ahead. I'll, I'll let Gary go. Ahead. go, ahead, go ahead. I, was, I was worried. I was worried for you. No, nah, I wasn't going to go left. I was going to talk about that because. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I want you to we go. We all ahead. in 20, it's been seven years. It's 20, 2013, 2012, and the 2012 for me. Um, you know, we do, we've, we've been on many ventures together. You know what I'm <clears> saying? <throat> and I had, first of all, Emmaus has written a book called Nine Ways to Make 9K. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got to put that out there. It's a great book. I read it. And every time I think about a mess, I always think so about passion and profits. Because, you know, a lot of times today people are being taught, you know, if you 
do your passion, do something you love, it's like you're never working. Mm-hmm. Sure. But then in our field in entrepreneurship, we also know that, you know, it's important to also make profits because uh, there's a lot of people that are passionately broke. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hold on. You understand? And for this man to have that entrepreneur spirit, I, I definitely want to make that topic something today because he's a person who's passionate about entrepreneurship, like just to keep going and going. Um, they go. Let me let me yeah, let's yeah, see. Yeah, 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 no, say it real quick. Grab that milk ice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now we earn nine k in ninety days. So I want to put that out there. I got a side copy of nine k. That's one of the things. I think we all should comment on that because we've heard it so long. Do do something you're passionate about, and it's like you're not worried. Like, what's your views on that? Because sometimes a lot of people we got to do shit we don't want to do. Just to get the profits to do, you know, so we can end up doing those things we want. So I don't know mm-hmm. if we want to kick it off with that because yeah, it's for the perfect sure. people to bring that topic up with. Yeah, for sure. So you that's know, a so, question for y'all. So right. So yeah. the question is now, how how do you look at that statement when when we've been taught to find something you're passionate about? And for those people hearing me, it's not that we we saying that's not important to do something you love. Some people stay extremely broke chasing that thing they love when that's not their gift, that's not their purpose. Mm-hmm. What is your, like, when you hear that statement with everything that you've been through, all the businesses you started, how do you connect with that? Is, is it something that you feel like, you're, yeah, but I also, nah, because these are some things we got to do. What do you feel about that? I mean, that's an interesting question. I mean, for me, the interesting thing is that even in college, like when I was at the point I had to choose a major, I had no idea what I was passionate about, mm-hmm. like what I wanted to do. I felt like you was being forced to choose a major really quickly. And um, in my mind, I said, I think business is the right step because at the end of the day, if I'm in business, I could veer off and do anything that I want to do after that. You mm-hmm. know, and in business, you can learn a lot. So in a sense of passion, I think the main thing for me, I'm passionate about making money. You know, so I feel like. You know, and and that's really what it was. It was just I always had a burning desire, you know, coming from humble beginnings to to set myself up financially. So in the back of my head, I said, all right, what's the quickest way that I can be financially free? Selling coke. You You know, I was just thinking like, all right, what's the what's the best field I could put myself in? So with business, I, after I graduated, it was just like, all right, what's next? I started doing corporate and I knew that wasn't going to set me up financially, mm-hmm. right? So I got to the place in my life where I didn't know necessarily what the business was that I was going to be passionate about, but I had a friend that was doing really well financially and he was selling cars, you know? So I said, all right, let me just jump into selling cars. So just to kind of answer your question, it's always been a hustle for me to, to set myself up financially, not necessarily what I'm passionate about, but what can make me financially free. And then once Passion. I found that, 
and I was able to start having finances, then I could now start looking for what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. And I'll just, you know, jump in. I feel like it's the same thing. He, his is money minus freedom, right? Like, so I have a different passion every week, I feel like. I'm more of the free-spirited, yeah, like, dance, piano. This week I'm doing calligraphy, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> for real. You must be an Aquarius. No, no. Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> same, Creative. same, very yeah, similar, very right. similar. But if I knew, like, even though my passions might change, like, my ultimate thing is is freedom. And mm-hmm. so whatever is going to allow me to make the money so that I can really have the freedom to get up and go for a year cross country or to not work or to say, you know what, shit's getting crazy in the world. Let's mm-hmm. be out to Jamaica or right. to Europe or whatever, things like that. So I think you can, you can find what you like if you're a rapper or whatever. But to Gary's point, it's like if you're not good at it, you got to find where your, where your gifts are and then something that can also, you know, coincide with what the world needs that can give you money. Mm-hmm. I feel like and then right. you can start doing more of that and find more of what you like and then be able to fund it and help mm-hmm. more people. That's, that's dope. That's what yeah, I think. Now I know that you uh, recently you put out a post the other day mm-hmm. that you made about a million dollars doing uh, Airbnb. Airbnbs. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Oh man, can I say something real quick about that Airbnb? I'll never forget, like twenty fifteen, one of the events we was at. You were I sat next to you guys and I was asking you guys about the um, the whole um, Airbnb thing. And I and I think at the time you had maybe two or three houses. I don't know where you at now. Yeah. But I never forgot this because you were the first person that I've ever spoken to that were do that was doing what people are doing now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she and she said, um, one of my homes through the month of renting out Airbnb pays my mortgage for all three. And I remember being mind blown. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. She said, yeah, one, for one, what I make it from one house in one month on Airbnb pays my mortgage for all three of the homes I own. I'm like. What? That's mm-hmm. fire. Right. And now it's like I see, and every time I see like one of those ads, like, you know, make money from renting out Airbnbs, I always, always think of you guys. Like, you guys always uh-huh. been like ahead of the curve with different ways and like, you know, the way you guys are innovative with the way you guys make money and invest. Yeah. So I, you know, salute yeah, to you guys. I just want to tell you that. that. That's so always been that. in the back yeah. of my mind from that day. Yeah. So tell us, Amelia, Amelia, yeah. doing yeah, Airbnb. Millie. Let's talk about that. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was. It started. I, we didn't even realize that we had made that much money in that period of time. It was from 2018 until I think like a two year period. I had looked at the transaction history because I was looking at. I was in a clubhouse and they were talking about how to make your bio and they were like, you gotta have <laughs> like attention. Yeah, I was like, all right, let me just get the little like points. And I saw that I was like, oh damn, babe. I called him. I was like, yo, we made a million already. And so y'all could, y'all could. I mean, y'all, yeah. y'all got experience doing this. Experience. Y'all got experience yeah. exactly. Shameless plug. We got a course. There you go. There you go. Hey, but, listen. Go ahead. Throw that course out there. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what? We're gonna put the we if, we're gonna put the link of the course inside okay, yeah, the, inside yeah, of YouTube yeah. as well too. Yeah, it's Freedom University, right? <clears throat> Not Freedom U. Um, but yeah, it was it started off by us just wanting to travel and feeling dumb leaving the home empty, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And not and not having it, you know, having to pay the rent for an empty house. And so the first network marketing company we got into, it was a it was a travel one. And so we were leaving, we went to Europe um for like a month. Like it was like a month. It was like a month. And I was like, I'm not paying no damn sixteen hundred dollars for an empty house, right? And so my homegirl said, Look, you need to just, you know, she was running her place out in uh 
in D.C. And she told me, you just need to lock all your stuff away, get separate sheets, get all this stuff. And she, I took a couple pictures, had it up, and then I paid my, I think it was like half of my rent in the first week within my first booking. Yeah. And it was mm -hmm. very quick. And so That's from crazy. there, we just started getting more and more properties. The first ways wasn't always legit. We was just getting <laughs> apartments. Like, we were renting them and then subleasing. <laughs> yeah. And then we learned yeah, to legitimize. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And then after a few evictions and uh, <laughs> crazy shit, we started doing it legitimately. And that's how we started growing and, and just, like, organically expanding the business. And, and it's been lit. It's been fun. We, we've had some crazy times with it. We've been talking about starting a podcast about, like, all the uh, Airbnb nightmares. Uh, but nightmares. Overall, you should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's been it's been really dope. It's been fun. It, it matches my, his real estate love. He finds the places. I make them cute. I do the customer service. I find the people and pretty much run the day-to-day -day of it or hire the people that run the day-to-day. -day. And, um, yeah, it's been good. It's a good team. Right. For y'all females watching, don't just spend the money we make. Find a way to help us bring it in. Let's keep playing. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Um, you know, you guys, how long you guys been together? Long time. Yeah. How many years? 11, 12. 11, 12, yeah. You know it's a good relationship, man. You all remember the day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You ain't counting the misery. That's why I'm asking because, you know, I've known you guys for a long time now, or almost around the same time that, you know, Gary introduced me to you guys, and you guys always... Every time I see you guys, I feel like you guys are doing better than the last time I seen you. Just, you know, emotionally, physically, you guys always look great. You guys always look happy. You guys always travel. Like, you guys literally have, like, a really ideal. And I know everybody's relationship has bullshit going on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. But just a personal question for me. How do you, you know, how do you guys um, work so well together? How do you guys are business partners? You guys are married. You guys have a good relationship. How do you guys are able to maneuver through all that without, you know, Fighting and 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 letting things oh, get in the way, because, yeah. you know, I know but, but you know, but in a way yeah, where you guys allow it, together, keep it together, together yeah. and, and learn and move forward from it, because I feel like a lot of people listening to this would love to know because there's people that are probably in relationships that they wish they could have this type of relationship with their significant other they don't know it's possible yeah. because you know they probably look at you guys and see from the outside things are probably perfect or they you know they, you know you, you look better in this bathing suit than you know me I'm a little bit overweight <laughs> whatever the case may be you know what do you, what can you tell some people how you guys make it work like what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses what do you like what does he do better than you do and like what do you do better than he does like you know how do you guys make that mesh so well together um, I would love to know yeah you know? I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, it, t it, t it took time, you know, we, I'm like more of like, you could say the, the doer and the analytical kind of person. And she's more of the creative thinking outside the box. And it, and we have to, in the beginning, you know, it was hard for us to really figure out how can we make it work? Cause I'm like, yo, do it this way. You know, this, my way is going to work. And she's kind of trying to figure out how, how mm -hmm. to do it her way. But at the end of the day, one of a, like a, the great way that I kind of, well, a friend of mine actually taught me this is just always think same team, right? You know, I could be trying to shoot the three, you know, she's trying to go in for the layup. You know, we both trying to score. It's just the way that we trying to approach, you know, that to yeah. score, you know? So, and at the end of the day, once you say, all right, you know, we're on the same team, we might want to just do it a little different. All right, how can we play together? And that's, that's really 
what we had to figure out. I mean, trust me, we definitely fight. It's definitely uh, yeah. it's quite right. fair. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly, like it's exactly. never below the belt. It's never name calling. It's like dope. we are just very. We're both alpha, so yeah. we both mm-hmm. want our way, and we both want to see things done in a certain way. But I think we've learned, just like he said, it's like we both want to win. We both we know we want to be free. We know we, his goal is money, mine is freedom, and so it's like if we get there, regardless of whose way is better or so on and so forth, we'll just we'll just go forward and we'll put disagreements behind us, and then like we we I felt like we had a disagreement the other day and it was like it was a blow up I feel like and then it was like oh babe did you uh, get the account like we can really compartmentalize because like you gotta move forward yeah out out of those nine ways how many ways was yours that's what I'm looking at Uh, (laughs) 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 Gary's trying to start trouble (laughs) (laughs) Gary's trying to start some trouble we said I think all of them like 50-50 but like who made them like you can't 50-50 nine somebody's I always try to stir it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey man, a good relationship got to be tested. I've known them for a while, so I know they got their shit together, man. I know. Now I would say she's she's a trooper, man. Like I say, equally, even one of the first businesses was selling cars. You know, going to the auctions. You know, she was down with me. You know, sometimes it's you know raining, all types of stuff, cars. Breaking Yo, down. Yo, wait. Breaking down. I, 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 you already know. You gotta tell us. Let me tell y'all. You gotta tell us the story. You you laugh because you already know what story that oh, I'm asking gosh. you to tell. Please tell the story right now. Just just I go ahead and say the story because you know what I'm talking about. Oh lord. All right. So. You know, I'm trying to be down. This is the first year I'm, I'm dating him, and he's like, "Oh, it's my first year being an entrepreneur. We starting this." I'm like, "Oh, I'm he's trying to flex, right? He's trying to flex. He's trying to flex. Come help." So we go to the auction. Auction is just so you know when cars run through, you don't know what state yeah, they're in. Okay. Yeah. So now you're at the auction for the auction. business. We're at the auction for the business, right? To get a car to sell it on Craigslist. At that point, this is before we had the car dealership, and I'm driving home on 95 with his brother, mm-hmm. and. I, I, I see the hood shake a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I just thought it was wind hitting it. I didn't really know what happened. Next thing I know, the whole joint comes and smacks, the, flies so, back, hits the window, she'll crack everything. <laughs> I'm like, this <laughs> And mind you, I'm, I'm driving in right front of me. So I'm seeing all of this. Because you know, it was a possibility of the breakdown, so we always trail real close. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. I'm like, should I like stop? Because she can't see it. Like, I can't see. Behind. Should I? I was like, I know what to do. What did y'all do? How did that end up? Like, so, so if y'all not understanding, they're driving in two different cars. She's in the car behind, and when she's driving, the hood Hood. of the car (laughs) slaps. The windshield. windshield and cracks it, cracks it. like a cartoon. Right, <laughs> and, and, and she can't see. It. It's it's there. How did that end? Please, like, how did that turn out? You know, I just I pray. You know what I'm saying? I also said some profanities. I swerved. Jesus, Jesus definitely took the wheel. And then I just swerved into the shoulder. I did actually spun. I spun, and then yeah, and I stopped. Just because we was on the highway. We're on the highway. She had to like literally pull over into the shoulder, and then I just got out, and he made us ran over. Like, are you okay? I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Who drove that drove- car after that? They left that shit there. No, no, actually, no, we, 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 we got to get it back. We had to make our money back. We didn't have all this extra you know, money. I, I was thinking, like, if we tow it, is that expense? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
but he drove it back. I got a better car. We ain't have a good car. We had a better car. He driving out the side window like this. Like Ace Ventura. Bad bugs on his face like this. Remember Ace Ventura? Yeah, we bungeed it down. Yeah. One thing I have to say, man, y'all are very resourceful. And I feel like that has a lot to do with y'all ability to find ideas and create incomes out of, out of it. Knowing y'all, man, y'all y'all are very resourceful in making things happen. But um, I had a, I had a, it's, it's funny because in 2000, when did the, the company, uh, last company go broke? 2017? <laughs> 17, yeah. yeah. 17. Hit a dub in 2017. 2017. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm trying to make sure my family good and all that. So I'm like calling people, hey, man, you need to hold something? Need a whole something. I called man. Hey, man, you need a his aunt. I'm like, nah, this nigga got bread. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, nah, nah, we good. You know what? And that's like, like, yeah, yeah, how man sound. That voice get a little high pitch. That's how man sound small. Like, you know, I'm checking on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because I look out. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, you want to ask me something? You remember that? You remember that? I don't know. I'm making sure shit I act. No, oh, some people sweet. won't call the act. So I said, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, let me call you, man. You got a good heart. And you know, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah. a male off of Airbnb, right? That's so crazy because we was just about so to ask you talk about 2015. If you talk about 2015, I'm sorry, right? By 2017, they had to be a male. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, what's but, you know, somebody's but ears gonna hurt really bad <laughs> when they listen to the audio version of this for me slamming like, that on the table. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm so sorry. Yeah, hey, because this is family. You know what right. I'm saying? We yeah. we we've been through trenches together, yes, so I'm trying to make sure everything high. But it's ass. I like I still got money. Yeah. He lost what, all the what, bases, boy. Ah, you know, speaking about that, right? Since like like, what's some of the craziest <laughs> stories we got? You know, doing doing network marketing. So obviously, we dealing with a lot of people all the time, and we're showing people in different like just scenarios. scenarios like what's some of the craziest yeah. ideas oh, things you can think of? i got a couple crazy I stories but i want to hear what's <laughs> what about y'all like what's some of the what's some of the craziest like scenarios you've been but if you need if you need a second to think yeah. i would yeah, like to hear uh, what was yours I, i'm a sean's just both sean's know this one the so when we first started showing the business we literally had no idea what the what we were doing right we just was uh super excited you know what i'm saying you told us pretty much laid the blueprint down and we just you know just put the pedal to the metal ran so we trying to keep up with which i which i was doing in new york mm -hmm. so we rent the room on johnson we have a couple chairs there we got a projector oh my god i already screen. know what's about to go down i remember the story <laughs> and um we there trying to make it happen and we did and i and i'm i remember alex is in the front row and everything was a disaster nothing worked the way it was supposed to we couldn't get the projector to work, so Alex is literally holding the laptop facing me, and I'm looking at the laptop, trying to read what he's saying. I'm, I'm super frustrated. The laptop dies in the middle of the presentation. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Straight like that. With people in the room, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm sorry for cursing. Fuck, fuck. And I'm, I'm all fucked up. So um, I'm like, you know, Al's trying to charge, charge the laptop. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it live. I'm just going for it. <laughs> and I'm winging it, winging it. Just I don't even know what I said, and I remember before we was asking people if they're ready to get started. This one girl in the front row jumps up screaming, ah, and I look, and there's a big-ass water bug just running by her feet. And this, I'm talking about, we was in a hole in the wall, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm both the time. I'm like, all right, look, the roach is ready to get started. Who's next? <laughs> and then everybody's, and bro, I remember that day we signed up, I think, one or two people. And I was like, yo, if we did that shitty of a job, mm -hmm. imagine when we get good how this is going to work. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, like, bro, right. everything that went wrong 
could go wrong. And when I tell you I wanted to run through that door, I was so embarrassed. And I was I, I cursed like a, like a million times. And that cockroach, I'm like, oh, man. And that girl said yes. I'm like, what? For real? Yeah. I'm like, you said, well, I'm like, oh, shit, we lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I remember that. I was like, that was super embarrassing. Another time I got into an argument with a dude, he told me, I told him, don't forget. I showed him a picture of, of, of you. You know how we used to do the you know, edification slides? We talking about, you know, what, the, what we driving, where we living. And I never forget, he goes, that's, that's bullshit. He looks at me, then when he goes, that's bullshit. He goes, because if he really had that car, he would have rims on it because... <laughs> said, I swear to you, he goes, he would have rims on it because... Niggas like bitches and bitches like shiny things. And I looked at the nigga right? and, and I said, like, like, where's the I said, my nigga, you serious? I'm like, you sleeping on your friend's mother's couch? You 40 son, you're a cook at my job, my nigga. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I went off. I'm like, it's because of you motherfuckers like me get brought up by stupid motherfuckers like you. We listen to you. We think that shit is true. You, this, you on your man's mother's couch. I'm like, you know what? I'm out, man. I'm, I'm not finished. I'm like, fuck that. This ain't real. <laughs> Word up, G. Oh shit! Um, I'm gonna. I have to figure out because after after eight years, I think we've been through so many different stories. Uh, people trying to fight me. Going through that too. Uh, people try to. And this one, it was just really kind of stupid. If I even talk about that one, I was in. The, I was in the projects and um in in the, in the city, <clears throat> probably on One Sixteenth Street, Manhattan. And a person was showing their family. They invited me over to come and show the presentation. And I'm going through it. I'm going through the presentation. And obviously, if you know, as an entrepreneur, we're we not saying there's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5. We always say there's alternatives. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going through this, at the end, I get to the end of it, and the guy was like, some guy was there tight because he was like, yo, um, he had just got out. I just got out. And what you're trying to tell me is, the shit that I'm doing is wrong. Like he's tight because I'm showing him an alternative. Like so, you trying to say I just got out, and the shit that I'm doing is not the shit I should be doing. I said I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's an alternative. But he's getting spicy with this shit. Like he's mm-hmm. talking, right. and I'm like I don't know if it's because of the the, the salmon button up I had that day or some shit like that. <laughs> because you right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to go for nobody. Yeah, college. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. They think you went to college yeah. and you right. got a mother to follow. Yeah. 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 Yes, I'm like, like, had that, they, they think he was like Kanye. Yeah, college so I'm like, out. you know, I'm, I'm from Flatbush. I talk with my hands. I'm like, yo, my dude, yo, G, yo, what up? So I'm like, yo, if you feel any kind of way, we could just take this outside right there. We could take it outside because he's trying to offend me now. Mm-hmm. Um, that ain't in no way because obviously the fans like this guy's come, trying to come and help us a better way so they they calmed it down a little but I, I don't know why he got so offended because he was the only one mm-hmm. but I guess for him it's like damn I just got a job I just got out thank God just got out of what prison? prison yeah he had just got out that's why he was tight that's why he was tight he you wanted to go back offended. to jail he wanted you to send him back <laughs> <laughs> nah but besides stupid stuff like that I would say because, I, because I've worked in bad conditions as, 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 as Con Ed I would say probably presenting in a bad condition is probably the the most entertaining shit you can't control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a presentation, and as I'm doing the presentation, the fucking roach is crossing oh, the right. slide, the screen, <laughs> mm-hmm. as everybody's there watching. So now I'm looking at it and be like, it's my turn. Yeah, so I'm looking at the screen. Now here's the thing. Here's what you got to think. What are you going to do as a presenter? That's not my crib. Right. Do I... 
ignore the fucking roach? Mm-hmm. Do I knock it off the TV for everybody? Because now if I hit the floor, everybody going to wonder right. where she's going. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no perfect setup or solution to that. So you just kind of let it alone. Be like, yo, the nigga live here. I don't. I'm a uh-huh. visitor. So <laughs> <laughs> he crawled and I say, yo, yeah, at least he knows a good price too. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's just always the environment I've presented and done business in, in basements that has a bunch of uh, rat infestation. And I want y'all to understand this. Why? Because that's the circumstances other people that really need the opportunity live in. So it's like I can't judge a person for their circumstance. I can just help them get out of it. So yeah. I'm ready for whatever. I know right. what it felt like to to um, have to turn the lights on in the crib before mm-hmm. I step into the room. Got to warm it up. If, you, if you're from the hood, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Listen, I'm going to give y'all some time. <laughs> <laughs> to get y'all joints and keep it moving. Talking to like, yo, please, man, not tonight, man. Not yeah, like, like, please, please. If I turn this light on, this girl walking in, and like, so I know that you got to warm up the crib and stuff. I've I've lived in those conditions, so I also am graceful when I go out there and show opportunity. I got to deal with that. I I kind of just deal with it too. Yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> but that's 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 really. I don't, I don't think nothing crazy than somebody trying to be offended and fighting. Yeah, I gone through all conditions. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been, been every every scenario like that too. I think one of the funnier because I got a lot of like ones where definitely at least like four situations where we borderline about to go to blows. You know, oh, yeah. without question. Like, I want to talk talk about one, of them, but because uh, yeah, it was, it was, anyway, you um one of the funnier ones that I that I experienced I actually was at your crib. The first presentation I ever did at your house to me was funny. <laughs> It was funny because <laughs> so Gary's Jamaican. If you guys didn't know, right? Gary's Jamaican, and um, you know he he's he was he, you know when he when he finally decided to get in because he didn't get in at first. When he finally decided to get in to the business, I told him I was going to go do a presentation at his house, and he invited like he had house full of people: aunts, uncles, mom, dad, uh, coworkers. Uh, uh, Q, I think it was one of his names, right? Was it? Was it? Yeah, was it, right? Q, it was funny. Hide, yeah, but twenty-three people, P- ton of people there. So, you know, I, at that point in time, you know, I'm I'm already kind of used to doing presentations, so I didn't really matter about how many people were there. But first and foremost, if you know Gary, um, he and him, I guess if he gets it from his family, he enjoys a really hot house. So the house is incredibly hot. I'm talking about, and it was that's in the winter that, too. That's that. Yeah, it's in the winter. Hot. It's hot in the house. So I'm in front of the room doing this presentation, and you know, as we do these presentations, we got the set jokes in certain plays. Of, <laughs> listen, if y'all ever been in front of a room of Jamaicans doing a presentation? There's no emotions whatsoever. There's bad, none. Badman fears all the time. <laughs> so I'm serious. going through this presentation, and I got 87 eyes just looking at me like this. <laughs> no, not even, not even that. Like, I, honestly, I would have, I would have loved that. I would have, exp- I would have enjoyed that. At least nothing, no expression. No, there's no, there's not, there's no expressions going on. I'm start. It's hot, and now I'm nervous. Sweating. I'm, hot, I'm sweating, and I'm going through this presentation. My sweat. And, and I see his pops pacing back and forth. Drinking in the back, drinking like a cup of tea, and he's speaking. He's got his little grin, like he's coming back and forth. And we're done. I'm like, I don't know how this went. Like I had no clue if I did good, bad. We wrap up the presentation, and uh, some people got started. But the funniest part, so actually that's the crazy part. Number one, no no emotions whatsoever. But people enjoyed it. Some people got started. He actually signed up a good amount of people his first presentation. And then his pops pulled him to the side because I said during a presentation I was retired. <laughs> Do you remember that? Your pops pulled you to the side. What your pops said? We ain't mean boy retire. <laughs> 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 smile and retire. What do you mean? 
Lynn Meanball retired. My pops is a union worker his whole life, so he's trying to retire. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, what you mean he retired? What he mean by that? All I can remember was him in a white t-shirt facing back and Couldn't wait for Mike to be finished with a, to ask him. With a grin, with a grin too. Him, walking back and What he mean by retire? <laughs> But yeah, that was a that was a that was a great experience, uh, funny funny experience. That was the beginning of, of Gary's journey. Yeah. And probably probably third to last presentation I ever did for him. And I was like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to say years ago. Yeah. Mike, Mike was the set of the master. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Get everybody out. Be there at 8:30. And it's 8:15. Mike hit you with the yo. Listen, um, you on your own, Papa. Most character. Most leadership. There you go. Your well, turn. I, almost got, I almost got to fight one day because of that. Um, one dude's like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. I'm like, and I'm trying to do verbatim what Mike says. What's right? I'm fucking, I'm like, yo, my nigga, you got a problem? <laughs> I said, call this shit a pyramid scheme again and me and you gonna have a problem. You good? And he's like, you good? Alex was there. Ask well, So when I went to close the room, I'm going around and said, you ready to get signed? I go to him, get the fuck out of here. You ready to get signed? You ready to sign? Shitting on him the whole time. I think everybody signed up because I just shitted on him so bad. And everybody's like, nah, this nigga, if I don't sign that, he gonna fuck me up. <laughs> but that was the day that Mike left us hanging crazy. I'm like, damn, son. What a way to close it. That's how you learn. I'm so grateful for it because that's. The only way to learn is to just go out there and do it. And you know what's crazy about you said? Ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the times when you think you do such a shitty job, right. yeah. people sign up. People have no idea. I never forget yeah, that when my story. I said people are seeing this for the first time. They have no idea what a good or bad presentation is. And there'll yeah. be times where you and you, you you know what I'm talking about in your gut. You're like, oh, I fucking this up. Yeah. And then somebody wants you have to be like, yo, that was a great job. Like, what the? What thing? Thing? Hey, what this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah thank you, thank you. You can't wait to get out of there. Yeah. Like, right. oh, that was awesome, man. You're such a great speaker. I'm like, what are you? That talking exact about? thing happened to me my first presentation. I faced the screen the whole time. My back was to the audience. <laughs> the whole time. I'm just reading this shit. Yeah, so. And, then yeah, and, like this. and that's the presentation he dubbed me on. 15 people, 15 people show my game. Hey, I got a room ready for you. Big facts. Yo, my mom got a leak. I know his mom don't got no leak, bro. Yeah. So I'm Jamaican. So I said, y'all come fix it. We got time. I'm going to come fix the leak. And we going, nah, nah, guys. So, and I did the whole press first mm. time. And at the end, I was like, I fucked that one all the way up. And, and here's the crazy part. When that dude said, hold up. A dude <laughs> came to me at the end and said, oh, man, I teach people how to do presentations at the company. Oh, so an amazing job you did. Wow. I saw oh, this wow. nigga's an idiot. What company, bro? But I recommend for the actual company no, we work for. Wow. And I remember that day. The only thing that made me not go present that day, because you were still really pretty new. Yeah. You told me too close to the time. I'm like, nah, he not going to tell me 30 <laughs> minutes beforehand. He got to do this himself. Nah, yo, bro, the leak. There's a leak. There's a leak. What about y'all, though? Y'all got, got crazy? Yes. Yeah. First story, or first first time I did a presentation, one of the first times, it was a group of dancers, exotic dancers. Oh, and, oh, yeah, so... If you don't know what exotic means, <laughs> it rhymes yeah, with schmipper. <laughs> yeah, so it was one of my, it was actually one of my teachers, I was taking like a strip aerobics or something, and I told her, I was like, oh yeah, it's a way for you to make some extra money, you got girls, gather your girls. She told me to come by while she was at work during a shift though. So, but you know, I didn't know how to finesse it at that time. So I'm setting up my laptop while asses is clapping on the pole. Fire. Trying to talk to you. Fire. And I'm like, you guys can travel and do this traveling. You know, I'm trying to like put it in their mind, paint the picture for them. And when I say I felt like nobody was paying attention, they going around to the guys, they like nobody's paying attention to me. But then at the end, the girl wants to sign up. 
You know what I'm saying? And that just really gave me, like, it just gave me a little bit of confidence. Now, she didn't have, she had all cash, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we were yeah, yeah. I just made my money. Right, right. Yeah, I was like, that's when I learned. I didn't know about that right then. So I'm like, damn, how am I going to do this? And I ain't trust putting her cash on my card. So I was just like, all right, we're going to figure this out. But that was like, it was just a crazy, like, and I thought that was normal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm like, oh, I got people in front of me, and it's crazy. And I just was hungry enough to be like, look, I don't care if anybody's paying attention. I'm going to say this. And, I'm, and I messed it all the way up. I said everything wrong. I called the name wrong. You know what I'm saying? World Adventure. World Adventure. And, um, yeah. Yo, and fuck them niggas. Why My bad, my bad, my bad. Fuck them. Fuck them niggas, bro. So, yeah, that was crazy. Edit that out. Yeah, we'll bleep it. Yeah, we we'll bleep <laughs> yeah, we'll it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not the fuck. Say the yeah, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. Come yeah. Not the fuck. We can leave that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, maybe maybe it's a Baltimore thing because my, my my craziest presentation was something exotic as well. So basically, it was um, it was early on, you know, and um, it was when you didn't know like if people were drinking and you know it was like a, basically a party. Um, but there was this girl; she's a swinger, you know, she's married, you know, but she's a sw- yeah, so she's a swinger. So she invited me to like they was having like I guess like a swinging party, or, you know, mm-hmm. never been to one. So I'm like, all right. Maybe I could go present there. She's like, it's gonna be like forty people there. We so just I, heard forty. He's like, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm all excited. I come in. As soon as I come in, they're already tossed. Like they're all drunk. Like ready for whatever. Ready for <laughs> you know. They already mingling it's all types of toys and crazy stuff. So you walked in and had even no idea like what was going look, on. Look, she's, I, 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 I know swinging, but I didn't think it was gonna be. Like, like action, full fledged, like, right there, you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm gonna get there a little early because I told, let me come there early. But they were already in action, you know, drinking. Oh, it was like, oh, we gonna <laughs> fuck the shit out this nigga. This Tremaine was with me at the time, so this is, you know, me and Tremaine pull up. You know, we get there, we all excited. Like, oh, he bought his pocket. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Right. laughs> that happened to me on the end. They was choosing y'all in their minds. Like, who's going to get the light skin? Yeah, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, let's just, say, right. yeah, let's just say, like, as we, pre- as we present, like, we, I couldn't even focus during the presentation. They, like, was, yo, they was in action. Like, they, were, they were, like, naked, but you could tell, like, they were doing things to each wow. other, yeah, like they yeah. feeling on each other. They taking people to separate rooms. Ooh. Like it's just What's a lot of action. <laughs> <laughs> it's still but, over, it's still around. But the one, the one thing I said once I mentioned vacations, they got excited, you know. <laughs> so I ended up signing up a good amount of them because they yeah, like, yo, we, we can, can swing take this. over there. Yeah, they like, yo, we can take this on tour. We can swing on tour. We can swing on tour. Swing on tour. What, what, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, that's funny because this man asks like, "Yo, they still around?" Right. <laughs> what's the address? Just, just, what's, what's the double address? checkings? What's it, yeah, what is it? Google, Google <laughs> Yelp. We went through some some stuff. But in, and I was asking Mike, cause I'm like, in all this, because here's what, a lot of people gonna be hearing this right now, thinking, "Damn, like, why did y'all go through all of that? Like, what to was get all rich? That for? Yeah. That's why yeah. to get rich. Why, why do why do we do what we do?" I want everybody. I, I know everybody has I their mean, own answer. Why did Why did we do what we do at that time? I mean, it's, it? you hear the stories and you and you hear all the crazy. Oh, I can never do that. But you know, that's one thing that I learned from Mike. You know, we always ask him, Mike, why do you do that? You know, like why do you Why do you tell, you know let people? And he's like, you know, you have to prove how bad you really want a different life. You know, and what's gonna stop you 
from that goal. Like, what, you having to say a few words in front of a few people is going to stop you from, you know, becoming successful and obtaining what you want? You know, Mm -hmm. um, I forgot who, uh, who said it, but I heard the term, it said champions adjust. Ed Blunt, Ed Blunt, Ed Blunt, Ed Blunt's a goat, right? And Ed Blunt also said um, one of the, you know, he said life's a fight for territory. As soon as you stop fighting for what you don't want, what you want, what you don't want, will automatically take its place. And I remember hearing, I'm like, damn, you know, I don't want to be living in an efficiency anymore. I don't want to be, you know, living this type of way. I don't want to have these type of Christmases and these birthdays no more. And if this is all it takes, you know, we've all done worse. We've done, you know. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna put anybody dirt out there because you know, Gary, we're talking about over there, but we're talking about later. We're about <laughs> but um, you know, we've all done things for myself. Yeah, I've been, yeah. you know, I've been arrested. I've sold drugs. I've done all that stupid shit before, and it's like I've risked my freedom and my life to to get peanuts compared to what I was available to get through something different. You know, and um, it was a no brainer. You know, and it's, it's like it's like anything else. You know, if you play basketball and you practice your free throws, you get better, right? If you go to the gym and you work out and you eat right, you get a six pack, you get muscles, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with business. Once you get over that fear, whatever you may feel it is, you know, it's inevitable that you, you'll get, you'll eventually get to that point as long as you keep working, you know, but yeah. that's what, for me, that was the, the, the side of factor that, you know, people think that success is something that's super far-fetched mm-hmm. or getting good at something that's like public speaking or talking. It's like, nobody really gives a shit anyway, bro. And half the right. time, half the time you're the one talking, 99% of the people that you meet are looking at you like you're the man or the woman because... They would never do that. And that's why they will always be in the situation they're in. Not necessarily because they can't publicly speak. It's just because they can't. They're not willing to try. And they're they're allowing a fear to hold them back from something that could really set their life free. So, you know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I said, we've all done dumb things. Like being a kid, you know, you could jump off a handlebars. You could do a backflip. You could, you know, ride a a bike with no brakes down the hill, you know, just to have a good time. You know, and yeah, for some reason, I fell out a two-story window. You see what I'm saying? I, I, you <laughs> fell out. But as, as soon as we become adults, we stop taking risks for things that mean more than just having fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As kids, we would risk our lives and our life, you know, and our bodies to just have fun and, and you know do something crazy. But as adults, we stop, you know, doing certain things that could literally give Change us a life, life. we've always desired because we're scared. So, you know, for me, it's just an excuse for some for certain things, and you know. I mean, I, you got to be willing to do whatever it is that you, and you got to enjoy what you do also. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I tried to sell cars one time. I'm going to, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't sleep at night, man. Yeah. I, I just, it was just too much for me. I couldn't. I was just hitting people over the head. It was just something I wasn't good at. Gotcha. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? So. What about for y'all? Why, why, did, why did we do what we do at that time? Why, why did y'all go through all of that? I mean, for me, um, so at a young age, uh, you know, I lost a, cl- a close friend of mine, you know, passed away. Um, so early on, I just felt like, you know, I understood the importance of living life, you know, and more importantly for me, after that experience, I said to myself, I'm always going to push myself to try to grow and become a person that could overcome situations, right? Because I grew up in a certain area where you had no choice. Well, you had choices, but chances are you could put yourself in a position where something could happen, right? So I said, I'm going to do anything in my power to not only for myself to get out that situation, but my kids. You know, I'm always thinking in my, I don't have kids, Mm -hmm. but I'm always thinking, you know, when I have kids, I want them to be in a place where they don't have to go through the certain things that I've been through, you know? And in life, there's not a, the, the options out there to be successful, to be financially free. I've looked at a lot of, a lot of them and each of them have difficulties, challenges, and a small percentage of people make it through. 
and the people that make it through, they deserve it, you know? So right. yes, sir. I do what I do because at the end of the day, there's nothing different between me and somebody else that crossed that barrier. Just they put the effort, they put the, the mice, everything into it to, to, to make it happen, right? And um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's, it's just a decision. I made that decision early on and I said to myself, from this point on, I'm always going to stretch myself, continue to grow, continue to become a better person. And that's really why I do what I do. I mean, I, I look at life as a a, a, ch- a challenge, you know. It's like, and when I'm accomplishing challenges and I'm reaching goals, I'm living, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And if I if I stop going after challenges and and stop growing, then I'm dying. Right. And it's simple. What made simple you like What that. made you take um, network marketing? Why, why was it a, a decision at that time for you? You know, um, I've I've. Source different people in my life have success in network marketing, you know, um, from like my frat brothers to just friends. And I knew that it was possible because I saw them have success. I just knew that it was a lot of work as, as well to put that effort in. So a lot of I, I've joined other network marketing companies prior to the one that I had success in. But I, I not lot. Well, I'm not gonna lie to myself. I just didn't put the work in, you know, mm-hmm. so I said to myself, all right. The reason why at the time I felt like I was ready because I had nothing else. You know, I was I was teaching at a university, but I knew that wasn't what I was called to do. You know, mm-hmm. I was doing that for like a trend, like a transitional time just to give back. So when network marketing was approached to me at the time, I said, if there was going to be a time for me to put all go all in, it was right then. And, I, and that's what I did. And, and, I, and I did it. And yeah, I did yeah. it. <laughs> Is this sentence over? So I'm about to say then I go to Nikki because I know um I did the badass presentation that got her But why? What's up? Why why? Yeah, I mean mine's way less prolific. I just that's crazy. I got, That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just have a rebellious spirit, and I don't like being told to do. And at that time, I was being told to do by my boss and by my money and by my bank account. And I just did not like being told to wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning. Or at, I was working in New York at the right before you know I got into our first network marketing company. And I had to work until sometimes 12 o'clock at night. It was a shower in the, in the building where I had to shower there and stay there overnight. And I just, I didn't like... All of that. I didn't like being told that ever since I was younger. I never liked being told what to do. So I just was like, you know what? There has to be a way. And I didn't see anybody in my, you know, immediate circle working a nine to five that was free. They was my mom. You know what I mean? As much as I love her, she still she has a 30 minute like bathroom break. You know what I'm saying? Like, she gets docked points. So it was just like, I, and she hates that. And I didn't want that. And I didn't know anybody else in my world that was doing, you know, doing something different. And then I saw you. I saw, you know, the people that she was showing on the presentations. And I was like, damn, yeah, like, they really. With that beamer, I was with like, the beamer, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Told you get that beamer, man. Yeah. Told you get that beamer, man. Yeah, like, yeah. it's really. Yeah. It really, yeah. you know, it was in New York, actually, you and job. But I saw all these people, like, stand up talking about how they're, you know, 30-some years old, retired, or went to all these places. And I was like, damn, this is real. I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is a biggest scam, but I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, one or the other. And I jumped in because I was like, if not this, then what? What else am I going to do? You know, I'm going to be proud. I could always go back to the job. I could always go back to the struggle. But let me try something different. And then, you know, you see seven years later, like, that money, network marketing, I always am an advocate for it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it gives you the skills and the foundation 
of the things you need to do to run a, a big business mm-hmm. or to run just to be an entrepreneur. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It gives you the discipline. It shows you how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. It shows you how to push through things when you don't feel like doing it. Um, you know what I mean? And, and personal development, how to how to hone your mind to be able to get something from start to finish. So it's like you need all of those things to be able to be successful in anything else. And so I use that as the cornerstone to be able to get the million dollars in two years from Airbnb, to be able to start real estate or to start all of the different ways that we're able to make money. And I took a lot of those skills to be able to flourish it. So I, I tell everybody, like, for if nothing else, get into network marketing because it's a cheaper way to start a business, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. To get the mindset so that you're not spending $1,000, you know, starting a car dealership and then losing a lot of money beca- or whatever else you're trying and because you don't know those skills yet. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's a way bigger risk starting a lot of other businesses. So, so. your hood don't fucking hit your windshield. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but, nah, but that's that's great though. And then, you know what? Let me take back some of that energy I just gave that my our, our previous company a couple minutes ago. I take it back because you know what? Even though it is some things I think everyone in this room don't agree with, we got yeah. some great examples yeah. of yeah. how to like you know do certain things. Exactly. You know yeah. when it comes to business, how to persevere through things. Gave us character. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So actually, you know what? Let me be a mature individual. I'm gonna be a mature yes. individual too. I'm not That's taking it. it back though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> You know, we had some we had some great moments. You know what I mean. But um, we we about to have some better moments over here in this one that yeah. we in now for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not even gonna ask Mike why. We we we've done gone over that many times in terms of why. Um, what do you still have to say to people who choose you know to be broke in their passion? Rather than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's super man. You know, um, I think everybody just has their own journey that they got to go through. You know what I'm saying? Um. I also think that some folks, you know, the other day, bring up uh, Clubhouse again. I was on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is pretty about. dope. It's pretty dope. The other day, I, I created a room, but it was super late. It was like 1 a.m. and we had just got out of one room and I was like, let me not create this room or whatever. But I created this room and, and, and the room so it was titled, you know, are you driven by your passion or by social media? Mm. You know, and, um, you know, I think that right now when, see, when we got started doing network marketing 10 years ago, Social media wasn't around, so uh, or or not like that. Yeah, MySpace, yeah. it was like the ending of MySpace, the yeah. beginning kind of a Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. It's when right, I got just, in, just, it, it, it kind of yeah. just got started. Yeah. Right, yeah. nobody was really on it like that. Okay, um, I don't even think you could comment but, back then. On yeah, you know, but now nowadays it's so much, uh, so like such a big part of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think we spend so much time on it, scrolling through social media that, you know, it does have a, a like a direct reflection on maybe even how we think, you know, on certain mm-hmm. things. So I think there's a lot of people right now that they spend so much time on this, that this, and I'm pointing at my phone, that this directs them in something that they think they want to do. Mm-hmm. So they put a lot of energy and time behind that, you know, and it could be whatever, you know, they can... They can be following, you know, an entertainer. They're trying to maybe, you know, chase a rap career. They could be, you know, taking a course on how to do Forex trading, right? You know, we had Q the other day. There's so many different things that people have success in, right? And there's now so many different avenues on how to teach you how to become successful that I think that now it's so hard for someone to differentiate, man, which one should I do? Um, which one one should I take? Yeah. Which one actually works? Which one should I take the most serious? Where should I put my energy? I think it's really, you know, for some folks who haven't already found their way up until this point in time, 
it's it's tough. You know, it might be tough. So uh, they may have. So my, I guess my, you know, something that I would tell anyone who is having that issue, you know, wondering what they can maybe do to get themselves uh, to the next level in their life and maybe get themselves financially, you know, in a better situation. You mentioned something earlier and it's something that I heard, you know, Steve Harvey talk about a lot. That's somebody, you know, from a motivational speaker standpoint, I actually, I, I fuck with I Steve Harvey with Steve heavy yeah. because he, he speaks in layman's terms. Like he breaks everything down so easily. But he, he always, he, you know, he always talks about, you know, uh, instead of like trying to chase a passion, what is your gift? Mm-hmm. Some, everybody's really good at something specific. Mm-hmm. And... The, the culture that we grow up in, a lot of times we think that the stuff that is important is the stuff we see all the time. We got to be a good rapper. We got to be a good ball player, whether it's football, basketball, you know, soccer, whatever, if you live overseas, right? Or what? I don't know. Like, it's kind of like those are the most glorified things. You good, know what I'm saying? Good adult dancing. Uh, one of those, <laughs> right? You know, gl- glorified things. But what is what are you really good at? He always brings up this uh, this example of like a friend of his, Steve Harvey, talking about where he said people used to always joke on one of his friends because every time they would go out Friday night, they would ask him to go out. And his, this friend would be like, nah, because I got, I got to wake up early tomorrow on Saturday because I got to go cut grass. And they were like, man, what? Like, you tripping, bro. Like, you going to cut some grass and... He was just really good at it. He created a uh, landscaping business, and he said this man earns over four million dollars a year wow. now because he created a landscaping business. He was good at it. That was his gift. Mm-hmm. Some people chase a passion that they think is their passion because they are directed by what's on social media, what they think is cool, versus sitting down and thinking, "What am I good at? Like, what is my gift? Like, what can I do?" that I don't really need necessarily that much like effort in doing. Mm-hmm. So to anyone listening, I say follow that. Like, you know, follow what are you really good at? Everybody in this room is really good at certain things that we all are not good at. Like each and every one of us are good at something that we other one of us are not good at. So think about that, you know, and that can help you in that direction of trying to find something, you know, that can help you out. So um, I'm asking that we could switch gears to talk about some some of the stuff we want to close out with. But I'm, I'm a person who understands that when, a, when, when you have, Nikki used the word, very prolific people <laughs> um, say certain comments, man, that one comment comes from a foundation of, of experience. So when a person says, you know, do do something... Uh, when you when you work in your passion, might not feel like you're working. I'm I'm now always reading between the lines. It says it might not feel like you're working, but it didn't say you ain't working. Might you might not just feel it. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people look for things that can distract them from things they don't like. So I don't want to be numb to none of my life. I think we've all found distractions to make us feel better about where we've been our whole life. We always found things like playing basketball and doing certain things that distract us from us living in the hood. And we, we, we let time go by. We become numb to our surroundings by finding something fun to do. And I don't want to live all my life in distraction. I want to kind of remember and be able to have quality of life and stuff like that. So, um, And why I'm even going all the way back to bringing forward is because some people are just finding, using that passion to distract them from the shit that they hate. 
Yeah, I found yeah. something really good at my job that I can attach myself to to say, man, I like being here. But the reality is it's hard to get up. I hate dealing with traffic. I hate dealing with that damn manager. I hate dealing with the person in the cubicle behind me. I hate not being able to go on vacations. I take those times off. There's a lot of other shit you hate than just that one thing that you keep distracting yourself with like you love it. Right. Um, and I became that person. If you know me, I'm, I can easily find ways to settle in the workforce mm -hmm. and things I like by not paying attention to other things. And that's where I was ending up. I was settling in my job because I felt like, you know what, I found a nice warm hole to fucking a corner to put myself in so other things won't bother me. But, um... But yeah, I'm I'm not I'm no longer looking for distraction. I'm really looking to more change my surroundings so I cannot be numb. I really want to be present right. in my life today. Mm -hmm. So for my answer to some of those people who are trying to, you know, distract themselves on that lifestyle they could really have, I just look at it this. Network marketing for me was just a way to create income. Like mm -hmm. a lot of us out here are creating trying to find a way to create income. Right. Yeah. The decision wasn't that deep. Network marketing is deeper. Like the, being an entrepreneur is a lot deeper than a presentation can actually show you. That's the surface level shit. So when people start to overthink it, man, they missing out so many of the background things that can change. So I made a surface level decision just to join a company because I was wanting to chase some extra money. I even think this is going to be a lifestyle just to pay a bill or two. But then it opened up a lane in terms of how important money is and how right. important. Like I'm watching this. We was talking about Explained. I'm watching Explained. I'm watching the billionaire shit, and most of the whole time they're talking, they're talking about taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I they're saw talking that about episode. taxes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm looking at that saying, mm -hmm. man, if Where we... Where they hide the money so yeah, that they don't have to pay the they taxes. They don't have to pay taxes. Shout out to Switzerland. <laughs> Crook Island, Cook Island, uh -huh. remember they call it? Yep. Cook people, Island, yeah. And while Cook I'm watching, I'm saying, shit, the only way I was taught to make money was to pay the most taxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, I'm, if this is yeah. the only way I am going to earn money, that means I'm fucking myself the entire time. And we're not seeing that. So when we say entrepreneurship, it's a lot deeper than just a network marketing company. Mm -hmm. It's trying to show you the how to actually earn your money so you can go out there and maintain the life of earning money. So it became deeper for me. It became a quick, I'm just doing network marketing to make extra money. Then it created a lifestyle that I never had before, so I enjoyed that. But now I look at it and say, it's just not a decision about network marketing. It's like, it's capital. I need capital so that I can make investments, so I can stay on the good side of not paying as much tax as I want to, mm -hmm. so I can be that billionaire. Because you're not going to get to that way, the way we earn money, or what no, we're, we're, we're taught. And I'm saying this to y'all because when y'all see this little war we talked about last time about why people become entrepreneurs and why people are 9 to 5 and how much they love it, man, if you know you was getting fucked just the way you bring money in, maybe you will make a smarter decision and not an emotional mm -hmm. one, not one based on passion. This is one based on education, financial mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. We do what we do because we wanted a way out and because it's the smartest thing to do in terms of how we earn money in our government today. And here's another thing to add to that, right? Another thing that's going to help you out um, is making a conscious decision to associate with people that benefits your future rather than comfort your past. Mm. All right. So, Damn, so many people. Yo, Gary's stupid. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. So, so it's important because, and I try to do that every year. All right. So I want y'all to understand why why that's important. Um, 
you don't really realize how your surroundings have a direct reflection on the results that you get in your life. Um, the conversations that you have on a regular basis and what they have, uh, what, 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 what correlation they have with the results you have in your life. Like I, I don't ha I have never asked like Nikki and Emmaus this question, right? But I don't have to ask this question to know that they've been having conversations with people that aligns with the businesses that they make and the decisions that they've made that they're making now in their lives, right? To continue to further their lives. Um, even to like today, I, I had a conversation with Holton Bucks. I had a conversation with a gentleman who, damn, I can't even say what I'm about to say. With and a gentleman who's handling an investment account of mine's, and um, I did a corporate presentation for our network marketing company at like 5 p.m. Like I'm making sure on a regular basis that my conversations are always being elevated and, and the, the most that I'm, you know, talking with people about is not, you know how, e and look, people, do, again, they don't really realize, you know how easy it is, you know how easy it is to have conversations about regular dumbass shit? It's so easy. Why? Because regular dumbass shit is in front of you all day long and it's a comforting conversation. What that does is that it just keeps you in this merry-go-round of doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? So some people may think like, well, why am I, you know, not getting out of this situation that I'm in right now? Take 30 seconds and think to yourself, over the last five days, who did I speak to the most? They were a bunch of dickheads. Newsflash. Like, they're not, they're, you're not going to go nowhere in life. Like, no joke. You know what I'm saying? My conversation, and I'm giving you this tip. My conversations are with people who are smoking me in different avenues of business. Who's way better than me at different, different avenues of business. And I'm trying to learn so that I can catch up and be better. And then in, 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 in turn... Being in a leadership role, I can now be an example of people who are mm. following behind me. But if you, if your conversations consist of gossip, mm. what happened in the shade room, the newest music that just dropped, and a Netflix special, like if it's just that's it, you know, pre prepare to you know have a boss for the rest of your life. Just being real. Mm. So. You know, I would love for y'all to add to any, anything to that, but th those are some of the things that I don't think that people talk about enough when they realize like that is the direct reflection, the correlation to how they're able to live their lives and what their financial outlooks look like, you know, from, you know, the 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 moment they wake up to maybe five years from now. So what do y'all what what, what say to that? Yeah, I mean, I'll say that um, what you just actually mentioned to me is probably top five key things to success. Um, I remember when I was working corporate and living check to check, barely paying bills. What were you talking about? Huh? What were you talking about during that time? What was the conversations I was like? Chill, I was chilling with the wrong people, partying, just talking guitar about hero. what's news, guitar heroes. I'm you know, like, Nikki, you stupid. Guitar heroes. Guitar heroes all night, you know, like right now. Yo, my life basically was just, you know, normal, just check to check, the normal kind of lifestyle. And um, it just got to a point where, like, to be honest, I had, like, a, a breakdown. Like, I was like, y'all can't live this broke life anymore, right? right? And um, I just looked at my phone, Facebook, 
And I looked at the most successful person that I knew that I was close with, right? Mm -hmm. And it was this young dude that was already a millionaire, already going in the right direction. I just hit him up like, yo, like, I need help. Right. He, he said, come to my crib. He Wait, yeah. save your thought. Yep. Don't forget what you're about to say. That's a key mm -hmm. right there. Not 100%. He, his ego didn't stop him from making the, con the call. I need to go get better. Most of us, nah, I ain't gonna hit nobody <laughs> nah, up. Nah, I ain't hitting them up. Nah, no, not even that. No, no, they don't even. They too cool. Yeah, they don't want. Nah, I ain't gonna. Nah, I ain't hitting nobody. I ain't asking nobody for that. Go ahead now. Nah, nah, yo, I'm telling you, and like literally, I remember like the first time I started hanging with him, like the first week, like first from the books that he was telling me to read. To the knowledge that he had, like my head was hurting. How much information <laughs> right. like he knew? Like I was like, yo, how you know all of this? Bradford. Yeah, and I was like, yo, how you know all of this? Right? Shout out to my man Bradford. But uh, I was like, yo, I started paying attention to how he moved, and it's like when he goes to the club, like the club owners are inviting him out. Me. You know, like I'm just watching certain things of how he acts every single day and the education that he's getting, and then literally. I just started every, I was at his house like every day just learning, like reading the books that he told me to read. And I'm finishing them like in two days. Like, yo, this mm -hmm. first time in my life, I'm reading personal development books. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'm like 21, 22 years old. And that's what actually got me to, to the faith to leave my job to start selling cars, you know? So just in that small amount of time, being around somebody that wasn't about the gossip, the bullshit, my whole life changed. Yeah, and that's when he manifested and, me and that's his and, life. And exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Give it up for Nikki. Give it up for Nikki. Give it up for Nikki. Uh-huh. Nikki came about. It's so crazy because he was like the first man that I knew that like he wasn't listening to no music. Like you wouldn't let us listen to Little Wayne. Little Wayne had just dropped. I'm like, yo, let's just listen to a little bit. One time he was like, no, he was on like really like, and that's what attracted me to you because I never knew somebody who had such mental discipline at a young age you were I think I was 21 you were 22 Good and that. like he was like I mean getting up early in the morning getting up at 6 a.m. going to the car dealership running up hills like you were pl almost pledging yeah. me he was like come with me <laughs> 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 so yeah it, it really was something and, and that's so true like having and he was really a mentor to me too because I never give really read I never give read books like he gave me the bible pretty much the success principles and I was yeah. like dang I read this, <laughs> this whole thing the success principles about this thing but when I tell you it, re it changed my whole mindset like the first chapter was like everything that's going on in your life you're responsible for it like mm -hmm. no matter what your parents did no matter where you grew up what how much you make your health everything you are 100 percent responsible and then when you take that power that means or you take the power away from other things that means you have the power to change it Jeez. instead of being like oh i'm like this because i grew up in the hood or i grew up like, my, my mom right. never taught me or you know all those different things so that mentorship right there it was key and then just aligning myself with the right people for like the things that i want to go to the next steps in my life right now i'm actually in the process of hiring my first coach like my actual like life coach because you just sometimes need people to hold you accountable it's one thing that you can you say like you know what i could write these things down but it's like right look now. this is the goal that i want to have and then you know you gotta reach out to somebody you paying them a thousand dollars a month this yeah. is you gonna make sure Yo, that you, 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 you no let me tell y'all let me tell y'all 
Yo, let me tell y'all something right now. You just touched on something that's so important that people in our culture also don't really take it. Uh, I don't think take enough importance on. Mm-hmm. Yo, speaking to people, even like a counselor, you yeah. know, uh, that's important. I've spent thousands of dollars on counseling. You want to know why? And I always use this analogy, right? Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all got a problem that's going on in your life or in your in your mind, you know, you got an itch, issue that you're confused about, you know who's the last person you need to talk about those issues with? Yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't know the answer. That's why the shit is a problem in your life. Right. So it's very important to take time to speak to somebody that is not you who is qualified though who can give you some advice or different perspective that can help you out in your life and i think that again in our culture that's like looked yeah, as you know it's taboo. Taboo. yeah it's like oh i, I got i got problems you i got a life crazy coach, you got issues you got, and you yeah got mentors, you know what i'm saying nah, don't listen, talk I just, to your single girlfriends about your relationship because they don't know they, how don't, to know. Yeah. they yeah. don't know they don't know exactly yeah. yesterday i had i had a conversation <laughs> I called up, you know, I was thinking about business and I was, and I was, I was caught up in my, this was yesterday afternoon and I'm caught up and thinking about business. I'm like, I need to get these thoughts out of my mind. I've already trained myself. Like when, when I start to get too confused, I can't talk to myself. I don't like having like these conversations with me because I don't have the answer. You know who I text? Bob Proctor. Mm. Like my man, I got to talk to you. He called me back. We had a 45 minute long conversation yesterday. Bob Proctor. And we had a conversation yesterday and he helped me out. But that goes, how how do I have that relationship? I don't have the pride to go spend some, some, some bread on getting that, building that relationship, going to seminars, listening to you know different um, uh, audios, and, and and putting myself in that alignment to connect with people like that. Uh, I even I've, I had a conversation about two months ago with Les Brown on the phone. You give a, a quick uh, two two second of who introduction who Bob Proctor for those people that 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 don't know. Um, Bob Proctor is somebody who's been teaching personal development for the last sixty plus years. I mean he's uh, he's eighty. He's 80, he's about to be 87 years old. Uh, he's been teaching personal development for over 60 years. He's forgotten more personal development than we all know combined, you know. Um, and all of y'all, y'all uh, business people, dot LLC that's out there. Watch yo, the you secret. Stupid. You are yeah. so stupid. <laughs> you are so stupid. Yo, I watched it. The, the secret. It's dope. The, the part two. And I didn't know this, but I've watched the secret. Bob Proctor is the actual. He's one. Man, he's one. Yeah, he's one, 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 one of the people who narrating spoke the secret, in the, yeah, right? So just because a lot of people they follow the secret, but not have no idea who those people are. Yeah, so yeah. Just yeah. giving an example. That's that's who Bob, Bob Proctor is. Yeah. No, and I just want to wrap that up, you know, because she mentioned something that was important. You know, she, mm-hmm. you know, speaking to somebody, she said she want to get a coach uh, to kind of keep her accountable. It's important, man, to speak to people. And and look, look, you, we, we're talking about you know the successes that they've had. They're giving y'all tips. Take some of these tips and apply it because some of you may not really understand why you can't get out of a certain situation in your life. We we all drop in jewels on how you can get out of that situation, you know, but it's things that are unorthodox or maybe uncomfortable. Like the thought of me speaking to a counselor is not uncomfortable. You know how uncomfortable that is for many people though? Like speaking to somebody else. I don't know why either. You know, I don't know. But you, you always think about, I mean, first of all, the word mentor doesn't float around the hood like that. I never knew what and a mentor you, was. Exactly. I know mentos. <laughs> and then you think about life coach. Usually when you think about life coach, you always think about, well, it's, it's, it's like, it's don't like laugh therapy. At this nigga, man. You know, when I was in school 
And I did something messed up. Oh, you need anger management. Yeah. You need a therapist. Yeah. So you always exactly. think that aligns with you did something wrong. Yeah. Or something right. Like that. My grandma used to take us to play chess, chess to check like little board games with a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit like that. So I, I always added it to if a person had a life coach, something was wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they did something wrong. Shit, that's crazy. But shit, something is wrong. We fucking broke and need a guidance. Any that guidance? shit, nah, something is fucking wrong. I just opened up about my childhood about going to see a therapist and he's laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> you know what, Mike? No. Can, I, can I get Bob Proctor's phone number? Hey, <laughs> I give it to you. Hey, well, I, I just, I'm Yo, laughing because I, I, I didn't understand what the fuck you were talking about. Nah, a therapist. I showed a therapist. All they did was play board games. <laughs> That's crazy. I swear to God, ADD, it was about pink houses. Go chill out. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. They used to talk about checkers. All right, don't take the therapist <laughs> in the pink houses. <laughs> I guess. Don't use those. Don't use those. Wrap that. I got another one more question. I don't know if we got time. We got time, man. We got time. So, um, so Nick, Nikki, um, how? Why is it that men force women to cheat? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, we was talking about what's going on today. We was talking about what's going on today, man. We got to agree on it. What, the, the Capitol Hill? Yeah, man. We got to talk the Capitol Hill. That's, that's and crazy. there's got to be a lesson in that shit, too. The, the lesson man. is that... Drinking Tropical Fantasy? No, nah, that's, that's, that's the Appleton. Oh, yeah. The lesson oh, is God. that uh, this country is more divided than we, we've 100%. always thought, man. And it's sad. It's crazy. Um, you know, everybody's... Said it. It don't matter if you white, black, Spanish, Mexican, Jamaican. Everybody knows if those people that did that today were black, they would be dead. Point blank. Period. And that's not to be anything racist about any ethnicity. Because I got, I, I love black people, white people, Spanish people. But it's just the honest to God truth. You know what I mean? And Mike was talking about it earlier. You know, our current situation in this country, our leadership in this country is failing us humongously. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're enabling people to act this way and do these certain type of things. And they're favoring a certain demographic of people that's allowing them to get away with things that people like us would never be even. We, we can't even fathom something like that. Sure the like last that. time I thought of something like this, I'm comparing this to when. <laughs> Pablo Escobar drove tanks into the courthouses in, in Colombia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. how that's how yeah. big of a it's terrorism. It's, yeah, it's it terrorism is. Right, and right. it's finest. And they killed him for that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, we don't need to get to that extreme. And we were talking about it earlier, you know, this country and the world is in a place where it's like it's embarrassing. We don't like we don't even have to be here. We have so many resources to change so many things in, in this world and in people's lives. Like we can stop hunger, we can stop so many sicknesses and diseases and and all people care about is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's just bullshit. It's me, 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 me. I want, I want. Like with the president, I lost this. I got robbed this. I got robbed that. You know, it's like, and look what it's making people do. It's making people come out of character. And then the people don't understand the domino effect is going to have down the road. Because it's mm-hmm. all this, you know, there's no, there's no good thing that can come of things like this. You know, and then we all pray for it. You know what I'm saying? All of us. We, none of us went over there today and, and broke into a building, but guess what? I guarantee you, if shit keeps going this way, we're all going to pay for this shit. When they lock shit down, fuck around and do martial law, do something crazy, you know what I'm saying? We all got to, our kids got to pay for it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's fuck just. Black people are just for standing outside. Right, building. Bro, nah, nah, they got sleeping. people running in You know, that was the thing that bothered me. People getting killed for sleeping in the Wendy's drive through You know, people getting killed for different things. Sleeping in their bed. Breonna Taylor slept in her bed, you know? And it's like the, the black cop that was getting chased inside of the building. Mm-hmm. If right. that would have been a white cop getting chased by black men, and again, I'm not, a, I'm not trying to create any type of segregation, but That's let's right. be honest, the way the, the world's been the last few years, if that would have been a white officer get away with getting shit, chased yeah. by a mob of black people, that gun would have came off the host of faster than yeah. a speeding bullet, yeah. and he would have emptied the clip, and it would have been, been nothing would have, it would have yeah. been okay. 
But you know, this black man is is running for his life when he had every right to come out and point that gun. You know, and it's crazy. They make they make the black culture seem so nasty and, and mean and hateful and, and aggressive and like we're irresponsible. Like we, you know, like it's it's not like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's 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 that you know people don't show that type of environment. They show you know they look for the kids that get killed. Look for the worst possible picture they could find of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the worst possible mugshot, the worst possible photo that they could find of these people that are these victims that get caught up in these situations to make it look like it. And uh, you know I blame it on the media, man. The media just they, they have a narrative that they want people to believe to abide by, and it's it's deeper know? than the media too. Yeah, I mean, man. I'm like, that's y'all hood, yeah. man. What's up, man? Oh, DC. DC. <laughs> we didn't even know what was going on today until. Nah, they knew later. that's why they up here. <laughs> I mean, I try not even to pay attention to stuff too much anymore because it's just it's stressful, it's man. Wild. It's yeah. like you know, if you stay, stay paying attention to all of that, it's like you can't even yeah. focus on you know other things. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I, I had like an interesting conversation. It's probably like a year ago um, when things just really st- the riots and everything, and it's just. I just feel like in the next couple of years, it's like it's nervous to see what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the next yeah, couple yeah. of years. Like where we're going to end up. Like the things that you mentioned, and like I think earlier you was mentioning to Mike, like if things get serious, like what you going to do? Like we we you like yo, we have, that's why we got the plan. van. We got the van. Yeah. Like yo, yeah. we yeah. like, 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 nah, but it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we in twenty twenty one, I even have to fathom that kind of thought is kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, people don't understand this is a type of trauma that we're all going through together. Like, this is a, a lot mm-hmm. of traumatic bullshit that we laugh at a joke at, but it's, it's seriously, it's traumatic. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm what saying? A way like, to start yeah. the fucking this, year. Huh? Yeah, you know, and people thinking like, oh, 2020 is gone. Bro, this shit's just getting it's started. started. Well, like, 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 like G said, you just turn on lights, warming up the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was uh, talking to one of our mentors to start my 2021, and um, he said, he said these small words, and I could take this many different ways. He says, 2020 was a warning mm. 2021 is going to be the reality for some people mm. um and i'm looking at even what's happening now look at the reality we living in we saw signs we saw all this protest and it look was look re- re- that really going on and even financially 2020 was uh, a warning for a lot of people to say hey man if you ain't figured out already it's the best time for you to figure it out right. while everybody's going through something while there is government help and there is still this is the time you need to use this to figure out what you're going to do moving forward because 2021 is going to be the reality of what's going on. And for those people who's just saying, I right, well, I'm just going to blow with the wind or whatever's going on in the world, good fucking luck. Mm-hmm. Good fucking Straight luck up. with that because you have gotten your warning. Yeah, man. Gotten Mike, your how do you feel about that, man? I know that this, this situation had Mike stressed. I found out about all this. I was at a funeral today. My, you know, my, son, my son's great-grandfather passed away, so the last few days we've been, you know, sending him off with love and respect. And, you know, I called Mike when I get out the the cemetery and he's like bro you didn't hear what happened i'm like no what are you talking about because you know i'm not on the phone i'm trying right. i'm like no what are you talking about he goes bro and i'm like get i'm like what the get the fuck out of what he's like call me back after you see it i'm like bro I get he's like get on it's a get on anything he says <laughs> on so anything. i'm like what i'm like nervous i like what happened like something blew up and i'm like there's no way this is real mm-hmm. i'm like, like a movie. this is crazy like people were laughing, people are climbing up a wall with like parkour, like Spider Man. <laughs> they're, they're, they're stealing things out of the. It's like what? Right. And these are the same people that were talking about looting and this and criminals and we, you know, blue the, lives, you know, blue yeah. lives, yeah. And all lives matter. And it's like you know, and this is what separates you know the the black community from the white. People. It's like this, we have every opportunity to go right now, and shit on and shit takes it away and talk all the shit. 
We don't give really give a fuck. No. No, that's that's y'all life. Just leave us the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? It's like people take they could take the situation and manipulate it and be like, oh, but what happened to this or what happened to that? It just right. goes to show you where people's mindsets at, man. And Mike's been over here stressed out of his mind. He, <laughs> he like this all day. Yeah, Mike loaded his. He loaded, put some bullets in your gun. Mark. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I got, I got, I got my British passport <laughs> ready to rock and roll, bro. I'm ready to go out of here. I don't know. Like today, like it really, it bothered me. Like as uh, at the George Floyd level, no joke. Like, but you see, they reenacted the. Uh, the yeah, George yeah, Floyd yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous, too. you know. And the, and the reason why it bothered me was so much was because immediately when I started seeing this stuff. The first thing that started popping up into my mind. Well, first of all, I didn't. I like. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, there's no fucking way, homie is sitting in Capitol Hill in the chair, right? Like and taking a, selfies with a, with a like, buffalo head on. With a, yeah, and like there's shirt. no way. Like there's no way this happening. And, and obviously, the second thing is, is bro, if these if these, if these folks was black, I'm like, you know, if anybody has visited D.C., I mean, like D.C. is the capital, right? It's the capital of the U.S. It's where the president the government is, is their headquarters and you've got the cat the u.s capitol building being ransacked by terrorists literally terrorists and nothing's being done about that shit mm-hmm. and the, literally the first thing that came to my mind was so that can go down but these cops can run up into brianna taylor's crib while she's asleep and let off take her life while she's sleeping but they can violate one of the country's like most prestigious, respected, like Land government America. buildings, yeah. and let them rock. Like y'all, I was, I was fucked up early today. No, no, I was, I was heated. I was pissed. Cops taking selfies with people. Cops like, taking well, selfies with people. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Like that. T- I think today was the. We've had like a t- many different examples of this, but t- for, for me today was like the pinnacle of the example of white privilege. Today was like white privilege was on full fucking display today, full play display today, and it just bothered me. This shit just bothered me. Like this is like the you know right now doing this podcast today. The parade of white privilege. Yeah, this is like the this is the third time I've had to like speak on like a public platform, and y'all I'm bothered. Like that's why I started off. I'm like yeah, I rather G kind of start off. I shit was really it really bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Hopefully things change. You know you what I'm saying? Um, y'all have seen on Netflix the series. That says uh, "Death to 2020." I've seen. Nah, nah, nah. I see it. Nah, and it's it's a it's a comedy shit. <clears throat> it's like a comedic way of going back and calling out the shit that happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. So you know, Samuel Jackson. A bunch of comedians is on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of comedians on it. But the funny shit. One of the funny thing is was there was like a person who's acting as a regular. British person who's watching what's happening in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and she's kind of like, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm binging. She's like, I'm binging on a funny life uh, documentary, a life story of, of, of some things that's happening with this guy, like a waffle color guy. He got so she's basically trying to make joke of yeah. this shit looks so crazy yeah. not being in the U.S. and been watching and thinking, nah. what the mm. fuck is going on in that and right. like it's a love of hip hop type yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, because the shit really does not look real. I'm looking at this shit like, what the fuck yeah. is really going on? That shit looks like a fucking spoof. Yeah. We right. living in a fucking spoof movie. Like Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Scary, scary movie. 16. Do you guys think? Do you guys see any end in sight? Do you guys see any way that um or any steps that that we could take that that, that the world could take at this moment that could really 
save us or do you think that we're destined to just do them? Like, this shit has to hit rock bottom before mm. it even gets to the place where it could be, uh, you know, fixed or, 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 or thing. Because I don't think it has anything to do with the president or anything because presidents or government don't have anything to do with racism. People are still going to be racist mm. whether it's a black president, a woman president, or a white, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about the, the just the, the separation, the, the, the segregation in this country. Do you think it'll ever get to a point where it's like, there's no that the, the word that 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 hatefulness that they have towards color people in this country will ever go away. Or I don't know. Or, 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 or it's do you think it's, it's lifetimes, gonna... bro. I don't know if it's ever gonna really right. go because it's how people. I, I think the only way it was like once, once the numbers overpower, you know, because eventually it's gonna get to that point. But it's, it's not gonna, gonna be any end to it. It's 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 the end of unawareness. It's the end of people of people turning their 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 cheek. And acting like it's not going on, because you said this shit been happening for years. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. How do you get around? past that? You don't because... get past it because again, these these people have that rooted has just never been exposed. Mm-hmm. So it's the beginning to me. It's the beginning of now knowing that that's there and how are we gonna respond. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning. This shit is the beginning of something new, um, or you can kind of say a continuation of what our ancestor had to go through, but just on another level Different because level. we've never had. Video proof of shit like that. We've never had seen it. We've, you know, it was, was no videos. It was always stories or this. Or if you go back and look what this person said, yo, there's video mm-hmm. proof of what's going out there. Don't care. You can pull out a camera. It's still sending. Yeah, it's just, it's just the next. It's a, it's a next level to the. I mean, you know, I'm so. gonna hope that we can unify. Honestly, I don't. I don't see how, but I think it starts with Aliens. you know systematic. <laughs> that's one way, right? Um, I think just systematic reform. You know what I mean? I right. think actually. The best thing that could have happened is that it's been exposed this year. Because honestly, I've seen more. Like I, I live, well, we lived in a downtown area before we got on the road, and I saw more people, honestly, that was protesting that were not of that were not melanated. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I felt like people were called to Front Street. Like, look, use your white privilege for good. And even if they didn't really back it or believe it, they were showing proof because that was the socially acceptable thing to do. And I think that's kind of how it starts. At least is. Now people in power of all different types of races having to, you know, having to actually be accountable and use their privilege to be able to do something. And then doing that, doing something is actually helping with systematic like reform. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And having Mm -hmm. systems and laws and school systems, like all of that stuff changing from the bottom up because kids aren't born racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like if we can change things and get them from like child level and I'm saying and and change, you know, how families are being torn apart and all of that stuff, then I think it might be some hope. It might be better hope than it was in the past. I think it's up to us, man. I think like we should all come together. It's progress, but it ain't change. Yeah, right. I think think you you gotta look at the the millennials and what's the the, uh, right after the millennials? Gen Z. Gen Z. I feel like that's the key. It's fuck is that shit? It's like Gen Z. It should sound like a. It's like anything after what nineteen ninety or something like that. Gen Z. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think depending on how. Like the decisions we make, millennials and Gen Zs, I feel like would dep- depict how things end up happening. Because I feel like, you know, we're growing up in that social media phase where we're seeing all of this on Front Street, and you know, I feel like we're, we're we can make that decision. Okay, if you if you've been influenced by maybe your parents that might be a little racist or whatever the case may be, you can make that decision. Um, just from what you're, you're seeing, because you're exposed to more now. Yeah. Right, right. With social media, right? Yeah. Research. So you don't you gotta put, believe everything. Yeah, right. you ain't gotta believe everything. So I feel like that's where it starts. You know, it starts off how the millennials look at things, educating them, and 
And at the end of the day, like Nicole mentioned, like systematic change, you know, um, even. Um, you want your check for reparations, man? <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. I, like it, but I, I definitely accept that, boy. I'll take that. I'll take that. that. <laughs> that shit ain't never coming. I'll take that. Don't ever say yeah. never. You don't you know. You never know. You never, never I mean, know. That'll be a start. If, if, if when that day comes, change is actually happening. Nah, you know? for real, though. For real. For real, for real, yeah. But I, and I think it's uh, people speaking out, you know, like, for example, like, let's say LeBron, you know, like, kind of people that are in those positions that will put themselves out there to say mm-hmm. something about, you know, whatever's happening. It's going to take artists and different people, and even people that are not celebrities, but, you know, people just have to, because there's no real... I'll say leader for like the African American race in a sense, right? Like nobody that's Louis really Farrakhan. You know, yeah, you got a yeah, couple of people, he's, but he's only here for a little bit longer. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan is. He's, he's no, I mean because that's our generation. We're talking about our kids' generation, like you know. Yeah, I, you know what's the sad part? You know who's our generation's leader right now? Instagram. Nah. Oh yeah. It's fucking sad. Saying, but it's good and bad because if media controls uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that's happening. And that's what our kids are learning from. It's it's yeah. a good thing for exposure, but it's also bad because yeah, it might be they, misdirected. But they're making everything so hard to get information. They're, they're censoring everything. They, 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 only, they only want you to see one, one side yeah. of the story. And then they yeah. false information. Bro, you know me, out. Mike. I'm a, I, I, I love my little conspiracy videos, you know, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> but, bro, it's impossible to find good shit on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Like, but the, everything is censored, dog. Everything. Yeah. All the good channels that will have these... Again... I like to listen because everything's with a grain of salt. You know, I don't watch the videos and wear a tinfoil hat and, and I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not at the crib bugging, but still, you know, but at the end of the day, son, if there's, a, if there's smoke, there's fire somewhere, right, you know? Right. And not every single thing is real, but bro, you can't even post about COVID without having a certain restriction yeah, on your Instagram. True. You talk about anything, it's like, if you don't see that everything is being restricted and the media controls everything to a certain demo- in, in, in more ways than we think, then that's an issue. You know, the fact that everybody's addicted to their cell phone. People are, mm-hmm. you, bro, I, I, I joke around. An alien invasion can happen over our heads and nobody would notice because everybody's looking down. That's if it makes noise. If that's just, yeah. just there chilling and no, nobody see nothing, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah, just yeah. on their phone, but... You know, I don't know, man. I just, something like, it's crazy. I feel like something big has to happen for people to unify. And I say, joke around and say aliens or something stupid like that. But I don't know, you know, like, I hope it doesn't get to that point. Like, a, you know, a natural disaster or something I mean, big like that. I mean, COVID happened and we ain't unified. But, though. you know, this is something that people think also that don't take serious. You know, like, yeah. like, like, a, like a big traumatic event like a 9-11 or, you know, something crazy like that. You know that's so. That's the only way I see personally that could, that could, that the world could unify and be and everybody could be equal as human beings again. You know so, what I'm saying? So how do you mm-hmm. stay faithful in a room full of hoes? Now I'm talking. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm done. Oh, I'm out of here. Take us out, man. You're about to get real crazy. Episode nine is a wrap. Let's see how it is. <laughs>
What's going on, guys? This is Michael Jex here, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the Jex Podcast. And if you got any value from this, I would love for you to go ahead and leave a positive review on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever else you were able to hear this. Or if you check this out on YouTube, definitely go ahead and leave a quote, comment, anything that you like if you got some value from this. Much love, take care, and I'll see you next week, Thursday, on the Jex Podcast.